Welcome. You're tuned into the Living in Rhythm podcast where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. I'm Sister Sunday and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Less talk, more action. Love above all. It's time, y'all. We got to love ourselves. We got to know ourselves. We got to love each other. This is where we get to find a balance within and without. Yeah, there's so much going on, and I know it's been a little minute since you heard my voice, and I'm so happy to be back because I want to talk about new moon that's coming up. I want to talk about the nodal shift that's coming up. It's going to be squaring. The nodes are going to be squaring Pluto exact at this 29th degree. There's a completion and a time for the initiation completion. You know, we're really evolving into this next phase and we just got to put put our action, our words into action. It's time to put our words into action. On top of that, we've got um, Venus retrograding in the sign of Leo. And this is powerful. These Venus retrogrades, they're a really great time to set intentions and major prayers and to find a new practice, commit to it for a 40 day cycle and see what we can't manifest. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about how the sun is moving into the sign of Leo after it spent this last phase in the sign of cancer. We're going to hit that new moon before all of that though. And there's there's a little bit more time to feel into these things that are coming up, but yeah, we just want to come back to our center, feel that heart centeredness in our center of gravity, ground our heart, ground our intentions, focus on the future with love above all. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got all that and so much more coming up on this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Let's take a moment to find our center of gravity and let our soul shine. Take a nice deep inhale. And as you exhale, ground your center, ground the root of your center of gravity into the Earth's core center where you are on this planet. Anchor in, make your presence known where you stand, where you be. Just root into that. Root your core center into the earth's core center and then allow your energy to rise up like an uncoiling spring, like a spiral up through your central axis, through your root, your sacral, your solar, your heart, your throat, third eye point and your crown chakra 
Allow that energy to rise up through that central axis, out into the space, into the field, into the sky and the heavens that surround you. And then spread it out into the horizon, into the space that surrounds you in all dimensions. And allow that energy to open up, to bloom and to blossom like the sunlight that's been coming back over this summer season as we've crossed into the solstice in the northern hemisphere. Allow your energy to really spread out, to take up space. And as you breathe into the center, you start to feel this axis of the the vertical axis and the horizontal axis. And then the art becomes into tuning into your center of gravity in a way where you can feel the energetic ripple of your pulse, your heart-centered vibration make its way through your body, through all of your systems, through your fingers and your toes, out your crown. Just fill yourself up and start to develop a relationship with yourself and your center, your heart-centeredness, your center of gravity. And I'll talk about this more when I get into the nodal shift conversation, but this is the North node going into Aries. This is what this is all about is knowing thyself, mind, body, and spirit. When I speak to the center and the core calibration concepts in every episode, I'm doing this in hopes that you're developing your own practice with your own, in your own relationship with your center of gravity. This is such an important part of our spiritual practice and our upliftment of our own experience. Mind, body, spirit. We have to heal and clear our body, our mind, and our spirit in order to feel the wholeness and the connectedness. Let me rephrase that because really it's, you can tap in in all the ways, but the holistic approach is the full approach that's going to give more longevity and more sustenance and This time moving forward is about finding a balance within how we can resource from ourselves and how we can resource from the world around us. And this is about using the energy and within ourselves and the energy that we receive and give in the world that surrounds us, whether it be through nature, through our relationships, through our actions. We want to start to come from a centered and grounded place, a heart-centered place in our center of gravity, and then allow that energy to be given and received through the whole. Okay, so, oh my gosh, welcome back. <laughs> Did you miss me? <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, this is, it's time to devote, to become devoted to your self-love. To, to your own relationship with yourself. And part of that is like the, one of the most powerful parts for me in my own life experience has been through the embodiment. And that's what this core calibration practice is designed to do. So again, as you inhale, take up space. As you exhale, feel that vertical axis root into the core of the earth and feel the expansion from that rooting. Feel the ability to rise and expand out from an anchored place because that's what we need is human beings that are grounded and anchored in their center of gravity with the capacity to expand into the field at full auric range of motion. And this is huge because 
coming into this new moon, which I will talk about in a moment, coming into this new moon in cancer, it is all about security, foundation, the home, how we find, how we organize and, and process our feelings and our emotions in order to create things in this world. And that's the humanity is in such a beautiful time right now. It is painful and is exquisitely beautiful in this, that we really can, we are really being given an opportunity to manifest and recreate, reconfigure the world in which the way we want to see it. This is the be the change time. This is the act we are becoming and it is time to act. To, to take these, these concepts and these ideas and these things we've been philosophizing about, we've been conceptualizing and idealizing what is going to work moving forward. This is where we get to experiment and play with it, really. Um, I'm excited, actually. I'm, I'm super, super excited. So one more time, when you root into the earth and you rise out and you allow yourself to expand, you're allowing your presence to be known. And we want to develop a rhythm with being able to drop into that when needed. And so the practice is, I always say, it's like a one to three breath reset. You take one to three breaths to tune into your vertical axis, your horizontal axis, the diagonals in between, and then circulate that energy through your center of gravity into the field, which creates a toroidal effect, a toroidal cycle. And that becomes a generative, a regenerative, restorative flow of life force, of energy, of love, of clarity. It's a repellent for the things that we don't need in our lives. And it's a magnet for the things that we do. And I'm going to drop a I heard a cover of uh, this Tom Petty song at the beginning of like right after summer solstice. And it's that song, Running Down the Dream, Running Down a Dream. Check that song out. It's really cool. Another song. So the thing about that song is that, you know, listen, listen to the words, feel the song. Don't watch the video, but listen to the lyrics, feel the song. I love what he says is I'm picking up whatever's mine. It's like I'm in a rhythm. I'm running down the dream and I'm picking up whatever's mine. It's like a magnet. I'm just going to draw in what I need. Everything else is just by the wayside because I'm moving at a nice healthy speed, my speed, my living in rhythm speed. And it's, it's a really beautiful and powerful tune. Uh, the other song that's in my head that's a, that's been coming up a lot that is kind of random, but it's also like, I think it's speaking to the Neptune, the Venus retrograde is Robert Plant, Ship of Fools. Whoa. And in a mood too. Love that song, Robert Plant, In the Mood. I'm in the mood for melody. Well, Ship of Fools, whole next level. That's like this Venus retrograde vibe. It is seriously, <laughs> it's time to get real with ourselves. So a lot is going on and I speak of this in every session and I will continue to because this is a life-giving practice of this one to three breath reset. When you take the time to tune into your center of gravity, you become heart-centered, you become mind-centered, you become spirit-centered. We want to move and 
and be in the world and take action from that place as much as possible. It's like driving in, I drive a manual stick still. I have a stick shift car, which I freaking love. But I basically, I love my car. But basically the idea is, is like you start in neutral and then you move into gear and there's a very beautiful timing and rhythm in how you shift gears to, to get your speed either to accelerate or to decelerate. It's a timing thing and only you can feel it. It's very rhythmic. It's very centered and in tune. And this is what I feel like moving forward. We have to really practice as much as we can taking action, being creative, engaging in the world from this heart centered place. That's what all these, the astrology in general is speaking of to me right now. Okay. So let's talk about, let's synchronize with the cosmos. Let's talk about the cosmic synchronization and the actual details of this. Now, I know it's been a minute since I've been here, so I just want to reiterate that when I'm dropping this info, I mean, some, I've, I've actually heard from several of you that you listen to an episode multiple times, which I'm honored, first of all. Second of all, it's cool because I do design these sessions as ways for, as, as teaching. I mean, this is a class. So take what you will, take what, what you need, and then, you know, surrender the rest, it won't come as it's needed. But if you know about your chart, if you know thyself and you know your chart or you start to begin to know it, you'll catch some of these little hints and highlights I'm offering because I will share degrees within the signs. I will share commonalities and I'm, I'm sharing information along the way that could help you customize it. And if you're tuned in and you're practicing, <laughs> you can, you can apply this for your own in your own unique, customized, personal way, which is my biggest hope and prayer with it all, to be honest. I want you to do this for you. And so part of the way that I share the information as well is that I'm offering it in a way where I'm doing my best to stay in my heart center as I share this information so that it's not a projection, but it's an offering up of an idea so that you can take what you need and apply it in your own unique way. Because although we're all unique and together, although we're all connected and part of a whole, we are very much unique. And that's what the age of Aquarius is about, is developing your unique energetic presence in harmony with the whole. Boom, right? I mean, so I am another you and you get to be you and I get to be me. Thank goodness. And we want to start to honor this. This is what the South Node in, in, in going into Libra is going to be all about is like <laughs> recognizing the other. And then recognizing the other is you. It's both and. Okay, so we've got the new moon is coming up. Whew. We got a new moon on July 17th at 1232 p.m. Mountain Time. And the sun is basically on a new moon. The sun and the moon are together. They're conjunct, as we say, at 24 degrees, 56 minutes of the sign of cancer. This is a powerful new moon every year, specifically because the moon is ruled, is the ruler of the sign of cancer. Every planet has a ruling or every sign has a ruling planet or celestial body. 
powerful that the moon is connected to the sign of cancer. This is very representative of the, it's the heart, it's the home, it's the home, it's security, it's feelings and emotions, it's intuition, it's mothering, whether you're being a mother or you're mothered, it's the way we nurture. It's so tied into our emotions and the tides and how they rise and fall. Just like the moon, just like the water, waxes and wanes, rises and falls. Just like our emotions and our feelings rise and fall. Just like our understanding and our, in general, most human beings are, are fluctuating with this balance of home and security, and home and security. The way I look at this too is that we're balancing our inner light with our outer projections. Because really, home is the center of gravity. Home is where the heart-centeredness is. And when we start to really recognize that, that when we're centered, when we're at base and neutrality, like our, our car is in neutral, so to speak, we're at base, we're home. It's a baseline. It's a baseline. It's a heartbeat. It's the baseline and the foundation. That's what home and security honestly represents. And that's why I speak so much to like, Living in rhythm is not anybody's rhythm but your own. And when I'm doing the Pilates and the yoga and the, and the teaching of the core calibration, I speak to this a lot. If you've had a class with me, it's in your own timing. Take a deep breath in your own timing. Exhale in your own timing. The more we all start to learn our own timing and our own rhythm, that's where we find the security. That's where we find a baseline that's, that's a base frequency. It's home. And then from that place, again, we can activate, we can do all kinds of things from that place, but it's a lot harder and it takes a lot more energy when we're not in that centered place. Recognize it, like look at your life and see the thing, you know, I, I even think of it in sports. Like it's really easy to see like if, uh, you know, if there's like 10 seconds on the clock and somebody's shooting for a, like a three pointer or whatever. And, you know, they're on the edge of the court. It's just like they, it could be very spontaneous. You know, sometimes when you're like out of center, sometimes you can make the shot, but most of the time it's just like an air ball or something. And that's part of why it's like the more we can practice this, like how fast and how efficient can I get at be coming to center, coming to my heart centered place where I'm home, where I'm in my power. That's what security means. I'm in my power. I have what I need. I have what I need to resource, to source energy, to give, to receive without getting thrown off balance. It's deep, y'all. It's so deep. So with this new moon, we've got the sun and the moon conjunct in Cancer. It's trining Neptune, which is really harmonizing. Uh, trining is harmonizing. It's all about coming into terms with our our intuition and our dream state and our higher love capacity, the insight, our ability to truly sense and intuit and, and follow that guidance, to follow that intuition and act upon it. In addition, this moon is, op is opposite Pluto at 29 degrees Capricorn, which Pluto is really strong right now. It is we're going through this final phase of Pluto in 20 in Capricorn and it's been flirting Aquarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, 
Capricorn, and then finally Aquarius. These are the cleanup phases. Like I said, it's the end of the, like we're in the initiation completion phase. We are, this is where we get to start to say, okay, like I'm committed to my transformation and change. I'm committed to the future. Now we're like coming to terms with like, okay, this is what I need to do. This is how I need to be. These are the actions I need to take in order to move forward, in order to follow my guidance, follow my intuition to be on my highest destiny path. I'm going to have to commit to some of this stuff, to my own evolutionary process. (laughs) We're changing. Humanity is changing on a collective level. The earth is changing. And, you know, my own world, I know I'm changing. I'm not the same person I was a few years ago. And it's good. It's good to evolve, to transform and to work these forces and and apply, you know, to like work the transits, to transmute the energy and to become, like become from it, like learn from it, apply it to your life. You know, one of my biggest things that I've noticed in my own study of the, of the moon and the sun, and then of the nodes, these are really in relationship to earth. These have really been powerful studies for me in the last, I don't know, I'm coming on seven or 10 years. I don't know. It's been powerful with the nodes and the eclipses, which we'll get into, but following this guidance, following this, working these transits and really applying this energy so that I could feel more comfortable with myself in, in my own transformation has been one of the biggest gifts that I'm hoping to share with all of you listening. And it, it truly comes from this. It's again, it's so personal. It comes from this place of only, you know, only, you know, where your center of gravity is. You could be guided and directed and told you could be given a map It's up to you to feel and find and think your way there and to know it. And that's this time now is like for those of us that have been doing the work, the knowing, the faith that we've been developing, the trust we've been developing that we're still kind of maybe some of us are on the fence about like, this is where we have to, this is where we have to like take the leap of faith and go for it. And I want to quote my friend, His name is Jose Munez. He's a Mayan timekeeper. And I listened to this talk he gave on astrology, on on the Mayan calendar and the Mayan astrology. It was a while back. It was probably 2017 or something. I heard this speech and this talk he gave. And he basically so fiercely and with all of his heart in a centered place said that the future, moving into the future, we have to have no doubt, only certainty. When we, when we act and engage in this world, no doubt, only certainty. And I wrote it so, I wrote it in my notes, in my journal, so like in caps, all caps, no doubt, only certainty. And what does that look like? So I've been contemplating it over the, over the years because it's a powerful statement and it's also something that I with my Libraness, and we'll feel this with the South Node and Libra, there's a weighing and a balancing out constantly. And it's a matter of like, 
you, you don't just want to be weighing the scales back and forth constantly. The Aries gives us this fierce will to, to engage and to go forward with instinct, with power, with willpower, no doubt, only certainty. You know, it's, it's confidence. It's confidence. And that's a new word I'm kind of using in lieu of the faith and the trust, because those are triggering words too, but like the, you know, what is faith? What is trust? It's, it's confidence and belief. It's, it's cool. It's a new way of looking at it. So that came from a client, by the way, you know who you are. (laughs) So, okay. So the confidence angle is huge, which kind of brings me to, you know, so with this new moon, new moon, home is where the heart centeredness is. Okay. Home is where the heart centeredness is. And then in addition to all of that, we have the nodal shift. So the noon, the new moon takes place on the 17th at 1232 PM mountain by 2 PM. The North node will shift into the sign of Aries, the South node into the sign of Libra at 29 degrees for the first time in since 2006, June of 2006. So the nodes, in order to return back to where they were, it takes them approximately 18 years to come back around. So we haven't seen this axis with the North Node in, Le- in Aries and the South Node in Libra since 2006. It was basically from 2004 to 2006. December of 2004 to June of 2006. What's fascinating to me is that we have a flip. So it's every 18 years that it returns, but when it's opposite, it's every nine, approximately nine years. So in 2014, we actually had the North Node in Libra. And I'm telling you this because you can look back at this time in your life and be like, okay, what was I working on with the North Node in Libra? What were my intentions? What were my gains? What were my focuses? What was the thing I needed to, what was I applying and working on? And what was I trying to let go of in 2014? And then compare that to 2004 or to 2006. And then you can use that right now to either amplify it or to just get gain more data, gather more data. Boom. It's deep, y'all. It's so deep. So what is a north node in Aries anyways? The north node is the... Is, I love the Vedic concept of that the North Node is the head of the dragon and that the South Node is the tail of the dragon. So the North Node is the head. It's where we're going. The tail is what we're leaving behind and what we're flicking off and allowing to, almost like a skin of a, you know, like when the snake sheds its skin. It's the losing the skin. The tail is. So we have to surrender the tail, the South Node, and lean in, intend, and pray and manifest and intend and intentionalize the head, the North Node. So with a North Node in Aries, I mean, Aries represents the head. It's the ram. It's like another song. So I'm gonna drop, I'm dropping all kinds of music this round, but there's this song by Government Mule. I'm a ram. Bet your life I am. Okay. It's such a great song. And that guitar riff is everything. If you want to get fired up in this North Node Aries, listen to Government Mule, I'm a Ram. So it's cool too, because it's starting at this 29th degree. 
So it's a, it's a very charged and evolved Aries energy. Aries is the head. It's the mind. It's the will. It's I am. That's why I love that song. Bet your life I am. Aries is I am. I came to be. I will become. I am here. It's the pilot light. It's the energy. It's the source. It's the, it's the source of life. It's life force itself. It's like spark of life. The willingness to thrive through embodiment and action. Aries is ruled by the sign of Mars. Action, assertion, power. Sometimes it can be a little too hard, high, fiery. This is where we find the living in rhythm. You temper that. So, but I want to say this too, that with that North node in Aries, the lean is, is the lean in is all about leaning into yourself. And this is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm curious because, you know, I was thinking about the nodes in 2014 and 20 in 2004, but not quite like I do right now after these studies. And I feel like, you know, we thought the self absorption was going high. <laughs> You know, you think everybody's self-absorbed now, you know, beware of the phrase narcissism because it's overused and under and, and not in the right way. Sometimes, you know, people are diagnosing each other and, and prescribing and it's actually not okay. It's just not anybody's place to prescribe, diagnose, treat, cure, blah, blah, blah. It isn't. No. So part of this too is like learning your own self power, your own self empowerment. And that's what it's going to come from is you're going to see, you know, I have a feeling, I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling that we're going to see a huge ramp up of the self absorption and the, I am, you know, I'm a ram, bet your life. I am. Everyone's going to be ramming it up, ramming it out, you know, and this is where you have to find that balance between you and me, us and them within, without, I love it because we've been working on boundaries anyways. And in my mind, I'm just like, I can totally, I'm getting really good and I'm going to keep practicing this, but I'm getting really good at boundaries, finding that edge of just like, okay, that's enough. I'm not going to tune into the YouTube anymore. I'm not going to tune into the news anymore or the whatever. It's like finding that edge of where it's like, that's not an, you know, that's too much. And one of my biggest phrases, I might have said this a few episodes ago, but one of my biggest phrases I've been saying lately is not at the expense of my center. You know, so I will listen, I'll feel it. But if I start feeling like I'm becoming out of, becoming imbalanced from my mind, body, spirit, not triggered, that's different. It takes a good listener to be able to hold a high, a longer, higher tolerance for this. But it's basically, it's understanding that like if I'm giving, 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 and then I throw myself off balance because I don't, I give more than I can, you know, it's finding that balance and that rhythm between, between me and you within, without us, them. That's what this Aries Libra polarity is going to be showing us over the next approximately 18 months. So it's, it's powerful. I feel like the, the North Node in Aries is also speaking to this self-activation. It's, it's time to accept who we are, love ourselves for what it, you know, for who we are, accept life for what it is, and then start to activate our higher destiny path. 
to activate our higher purpose, our higher sense of ourself. It's coming from a loving place, not from a ego dominating place, although it can be. You will see others doing that. And that's again, why this balance of just like recognize like, oh, that's them. I don't do that. And so it's become, it's a time of living by example, less talk, more action. You can tell me all you want. You can say all the things you want. My life and my perspective, prove it. I want to see you prove it. Not by your words, by your actions. And I'm doing the same with mine. I'm a living example as much as I can. And this is the thing. It's a lifestyle. You got to practice one day at a time, <laughs> you know, but what I find is that I'm, I actually am feeling it comes from like the Aries energy is like a survival energy. It's life's energy, but it's, I want to transmute that into thriving. We want to learn to thrive in this time. And the thriving comes from a true embodiment, the living of it through our actions, our deeds, our good deeds, you know? So it's a really, really beautiful, this is like a cool alignment. I'm, I'm looking forward to North Node in Aries. You know, the other thing about the, so if the North Node is in Aries and then the South Node is going to be in Libra, and this is going to have to do with a lot of letting go of partnerships, relationships, things that we've related to and connected to that maybe we had, we found value and meaning through that just doesn't align with ourselves anymore. And this might be a little challenging because again, it's just like, I always think about it if, you know, if I just, I, you'll, you will find a lot of people and what's, I mean, I don't know what you'll find, but in my life I've experienced where Sometimes when I start really getting, gaining momentum in my evolution, that there are some people that I had to, you know, that people that you love that you'll never let leave your life or whatever, but like, I have to keep moving. I can't wait for you to catch up or to, I can't wait for you to see that this is a path that I need to take because it might not be your path. And there's this coming to terms with that of there's like, we all have our own unique path. And one of my songs and this is, I'm going to drop one of my songs is I call it the road and it's to walk into. It's hard to do everything in sync with another. Cause we walk alone, but we work together. That's the deal. We walk alone. We work together. North node Aries, South node Libra. I'll walk but I got to walk. I'm not going to change my rhythm and my stride and my tempo and my focus to accommodate another person's rhythm, focus. And that is a skill and I'm still working on it. And I think this is what this is highlight. This is going to be highlighting it. It's like, we may have to leave some things behind some people behind some partnerships, some relationships, some jobs, some houses, some, I mean, there's things we're connected to that we've found meaning before that just aren't serving anymore. And the funny thing is, is this isn't news. We've been preparing for all of this. And that's the thing. If you've been tuning in, living in rhythm and working the transits, chances are you've already shed all that. So now it's like, the thing is, it's like when you're really in tune and you're living in rhythm, 
and you can still get caught up. There's, it's never too late. But when you are, you actually are like on the wave instead of like getting pummeled by the wave. You're not just like, it's not in your face so much. You're like, oh yeah, I already let that go. Now I have to practice holding that commitment that, and that intention that I set. It's good. The last thing I want to say about this nodal shift is that it's not the last. You'll hear me talk about it in future episodes. But it's super potent that as this node, as the nodes shift into Aries and Libra at 29 degrees, they will be squaring Pluto retrograde exactly at 29 degrees Capricorn. Now, this is powerful because yourself, the self, the north node, the future self and the past self, south node and Aries, are squaring Pluto, which is your evolutionary process, soul transformation. So it really is coming to this place of like the willpower to become, to evolve, to become who I meant to be, to be who I am to allow myself to shine my own unique soul shine, to find its own energy, to evolve through, to, to, to reach its highest destiny path. You know, this is the angle that we're going for. Again, it's like an initiation completion phase, (laughs) you know, and it's like recognizing like with that Pluto and we're shattering with the Pluto and Capricorn, we're shattering old structures, old systems, Old governances, like the authority, things that used to have power just won't have the same power. And that's what the South Node in Sagittarius in Libra is asking us is like, how quickly can you let that go? Can you shed that? Can you shed that layer in order to be a better yourself? In order to become the person you came intending to be? In order to let your soul shine? You know, it is on y'all. Um, like I said, I'm excited. Um, yeah, again, running down a dream, picking up what's mine, whatever's mine, I'm picking it up. So got to get on the rhythm. Here we go. The, <laughs> so just a couple more things I want to talk about astrologically, which I'm super just like, it's this, this coming few, couple weeks, this coming 10 or so days is just powerful. So we've got like the new moon on the 17th, a few hours later, the nodes shift. On the 22nd of July, Venus goes into retrograde. It's in the sign of Leo and it will be in retrograde for 40 days. Venus travels so close to the sun that it can't, that's light can't be seen. It's lights obscured by the sun. And so what, In that time period, Venus goes from being an evening star to disappearing from the sky, 40 days, and then reappears as a morning star after 40 days. It is one of my favorite things to witness and it happens, you know, it's, it's just so cool. So catch your breath as you watch over the next few days, Venus as the setting star, the evening star, just after the sun sets, it's the brightest star to the east, to the west. And then it'll be gone. It'll just disappear 
from here it'll disappear behind the mountains and we won't see it. And then we'll start to look for it around 40 days from now or from the 22nd. And then you'll see it reappear just before the sunrise. And it becomes the morning star. Powerful stuff. There's a lot of esoteric energies that go into what it means to be an evening star versus a morning star. And we'll, we'll get into it. But for now, I just want to drop this information, this foundational information, so you can look for it and experience it for yourself. Because again, it's best for you to have your own experience rather than for me to tell you what to expect and what to experience, you know? So a retrograde, I will say this, that retrogrades are all about the review, the reflect, the rewind, the relax, the reconfigure. It's all, I always say it's the RE words. Now with it happening with Venus, our value systems and our love, the things we find meaning and appreciation in life or from life, the things we value and find meaning and love in, we're going to be reviewing and reflecting and rewinding and reconfiguring these things from a heart-centered perspective because it's in Leo, from the heart. So many matters of the heart will be coming up during this time period. And so what I always say is like on the 22nd of July, if you want, you can start a 40-day practice. It's basically from July 22nd to September 3rd, 2023. You can set a little intention or you can commit to a practice or a prayer, something that you're looking to manifest or commit to. Commit with love for your goal to be set, but also for yourself to have a victory. So it's a, you want to commit with love into this 40 days, whatever that practice is for you, put some love and intention and commitment around it, and then see what you can manifest, how you can apply this 40 day practice that only occurs every once in a while, you know? And so it's a really gratifying thing for one and I've done like, I've, I definitely, one of my favorite, I'm, I've spoken about of this in the past, but I'm working on goal setting more and more. And I made this joke with my Leo sister, who's a powerhouse and crushes goal setting. She's so fun and, and good at it. And she, she you know, I, I've always been kind of a live in the rhythm, live in the moment one day at a time and all this. And now I'm starting to really apply more of this goal setting thing. And, and the nodes are one way I've done it. Also, these 40-day cycles, 40 days, you know, and like they, in Christianity, they talk about Jesus's 40-day, 40 40-night 40 cycle. It's a powerful thing that shows up in, in a lot of different esoteric angles of spirituality and, and philosophy, but a 40-day practice and intention, just see what you can do. If you commit to it with love and intention, it's just one, it's a homework assignment, you know? If you're up for it, apply it from July 22nd through September 3rd. See what you can do. And uh, I actually can't wait to hear more about it. You can leave comments on the YouTube or in my Insta or whatever. But I'd I'd love to hear if people are having some 40-day intentions that they're putting out for prayers. Do it. I'm going to. I have a few more days. We have some time, but I'm I'm kind of honing in on exactly how I want to work this 40 days. You know, they have the Lent. A whole thing. So yeah, so what's my intention for 40 days? I'm working on it. You may hear about it. 
Um, but yeah, so, okay, so this Venus retrograde's big. We'll talk about it more as we settle into it because it's going to last for those 40 days. The last thing I want to say is that that, that Venus retrograde happens at 7.33 p.m. About 20 minutes later at 7.51 p.m. Mountain Time, the sun moves into Leo. Its official full day is July 23rd. That's what everybody observes. But the sun on my in my ephemeris shows that the sun moves into Leo at 7.51 p.m. Now, sun and Leo. We will have some time to talk about this, but the main things I want you to start to think about is that Leo is a fixed fire sign. Fixed fire is a little abstract, is a little oppositional. You know, there are polarities a little bit. Fixing fire, you know, so fixing is very stabilizing, sustaining, organizing, grounding effect. And the fire is creativity, freedom, light, love, energy. Sometimes it's hard to tap energy, but this, the Leo shows us that it's possible to actually con- consolidate and organize and focus, focus and fix and sustain creativity Love, bravery, courage, kindness, fun. You know, this is the time. Like the Leos are all about the brave hearts, heart centeredness, shining their light because Leo is also ruled by the sun. It's also rules the actual heart organ. It's the heart, it's the power of the sun, it's the light. It is, there's so much about it that we really want to start to. This is going to be fun because Venus is there. So we're going to start to value and find our appreciation within this sign, within the power of what Leo, lion, lioness energy can can do for our own self-awareness, our own self-knowledge, you know, <laughs> our own becoming. Rawr, it's prowess, man. It is so much prowess, creativity, kindness, fun, loving, goodness. You know, it's, it's leadership at its highest form. It's an embodiment of that heart-centered light. So, <laughs> love above all is the message. Less talk, more action from the heart. Love. That's what we want. So, (laughs) all right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I'm so grateful for your support, for your love, your energy, and for you being yourself, for really applying some of these skill sets so that we can make this world a better place. Because again, it's up to each of us as individuals to truly live from our heart center by example be the light, be the change that we want to see. You know it. So (laughs) until next time, blessings and love y'all. Peace.